Last week on Axes, Armor, and Amulets, having stumbled upon some survivors of Nightstone, the party hears of a mysterious castle in the sky that besieged the town with boulders. What does this mean? Why are there goblins here? Find out this week in Episode 4, Sneaky Snakes. Shake, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing all right, buddy. And Kyle, you got anything? Uh, didn't you guys just do Ren Fair last week, or was that the week before? Yep, we went to the Pennsylvania Ren Fair in Mount Hope, Pennsylvania, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Did two, we did Saturday and Sunday there. A lot of fun shows. Uh, had a good time. So I, I've never been to a Ren Fair before. Like, what is? What is the kind of the difference of a Ren Fair compared to like a Comic Con? They're like completely different. And so like, yeah, you're dealing with some probably some very similar clientele, but like a Ren Fair, there's a lot more like shows that you go to, like you can be musical or acting or any number of that kind of stuff. And then everybody's in character who's like working there. Even the people who are selling stuff usually are talking and stuff like that. So it's almost like you step into a medieval era or at least a, maybe a, sometimes a parody of the medieval era um but that's that can be fun too so it's usually at like large parts of land everything everybody's dressed up for the most part all the actors are dressed up obviously so and you go to shows you do a lot of shows like we did a lot of shows this time and it's a lot of fun and there's adult shows and more kid-centered shows and jousting Most and there's jousting, jousting which is one of the best part and there's and there is huh. usually a story that's kind yes. of being told. If you follow the King's Court around to the different stages and go to the jousting field for all the jousts, jousts, yeah. jousts, there's a story that's actually being told. Oh, okay. So, yes, like this year in Pennsylvania, there's a queen. It's Queen Elizabeth. Uh, like in Maryland, it's Queen. It's King Henry. Um, I can't remember which one, but so this year's story was the Lord who's over the land that the that the the fairgrounds are in the imaginary, obviously wants to change the fairgrounds and then the people who are like in charge of the fairgrounds who are in charge of like the fair day don't want that and then you know most of the good characters if you will don't want him to change that because he's just caring about money and making it the way so it's gonna make more money and it, it'll bring more people and they want it they think it's the right way it is and so you see that and he slowly kind of comes to their side okay it was a good time all right. Well you guys heard it here first. Ren fairs they're they're awesome. They they sound really cool. Like we might we might have to make a little. We might have to do a little company Ren Fair excursion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, if you enjoy D and D, yeah. If you enjoy D and D, you should go at least once. Give it a try. If you don't like it, I can't believe you won't. But if you don't like it, then no harm, no foul. It's like thirty <laughs> bucks to go. Awesome. All right. Uh, thanks for sharing, Kyle. We appreciate it. And Catherine, how uh, how was your week? Week was okay, but uh, I will be going to the Ren Fest this weekend. So. Oh, well, next week when we record, we'll have to get an update from you, too. <laughs> Maria, how was the week? The week was a week. <laughs> Thanks for the, uh, the checkup, guys. Glad that everyone's doing good. I'm doing great. It's been a, a very, very busy week on this end, you know, getting all these uh, episodes edited and ready for our launch date, which for us is in a couple weeks, but for you guys who are listening, it was... Uh, you know, just a couple weeks back, or if you're listening to this, you know, in the year 2025, uh, hello from the past. 
Um, hopefully things got better. Yeah, hopefully things got better because 2021 has been a doozy. But last episode, we ended leveling up. So let's talk about level two. Let's start. You know what? We, we went with Daisy and Shake first. And then Kyle, Catherine, Maria. This time, let's go the other way around. So, Maria, tell us about level two for Rhea. So, Rhea is taking a second level in Cleric. She gains the ability to harness divine power. So, so level two for Clerics is when they get the um, channel divinity. Yes. By harnessing divine power, I can use a channel divinity to... Basically, get a spell slot back, I believe. Oh, not well. I, well, I hope it's not just you believe. <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything else awesome about level two for uh, your war cleric, or is it just some hit points that we have to roll here live on our podcast? Um, I get a channel divinity uh, where I'm able to do a guided strike, which allows me when I make an attack roll, to use my channel divinity to add a plus 10 bonus to the roll. Oh, kind of like an insta-hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But I have to make the choice after I see the roll, but before the DM says whether the attack hits or misses. So in other words, you're telling me I need to not talk so fast. Is that right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. And for a cleric, what is your hit die? My hit die is a D8. Okay. So for all you audience members, the way we roll dice or our hit die here um, is Maria will roll her hit die, and I will roll a D8 as well, and Maria will get to take the higher of the two. Um, I'm kind of a fan of making sure that my players aren't playing a particularly squishy character, so this is one of the ways I, uh, I help that out, so... Maria, please, roll your dice when ready. I rolled a five. I rolled a four. Okay, next up is Catherine. Catherine, you have kind of set the stage for Emma to be an interesting build. So I'm I'm excited to hear what you are going to do with level two. So um, given the battle of yesterday for Emma, I believe a level of barbarian is in order for her okay between having that table hit her head and the guided strike that just barely missed her (gasps) she needs to rage so is this is this a is this because of emma's background that you're deciding to go this route have you kind of prepared her to go this route as you were building the character what what inspired this angry cleric So, yeah, basically, um, I built her backgrounds. Um, as I said in, in my intro video, she's kind of my cleric 2.0 and is going to be harnessing some of that inner orcish rage. But at the same time, since she was raised by a cleric, she's trying to find her own balance. Okay, so what does level one barbarian give you besides, of course, your hit die? Um, pretty much it gives range, mm-hmm. uh, which is advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Um, you can get when you, this is when you go into range and you can get, uh, melee, let's see, extra damage on strength attack rolls. Um, 
and you get also gain resistance to your basic damage types, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Okay. However, you can't cast while you're in rage. No, no, you can't. And you also, as a barbarian, get a bonus to your AC based on your con modifier, but only if you're unarmored. So are right. we gonna see are we gonna see an Emma in the near future maybe going armorless? Well, interest. Oh yeah. Well, you're not wearing armor. What it is is you get your. Yeah, you get the con modifier plus the de- con modifier plus the dex modifier. She might. She might just. I mean, as it is right now, um, she is only in studded. Yeah. So she didn't go the full cleric clanky clank route. Yeah. So you know that studded leather, depending on what your con is, it might, uh, it might actually bump you up depending on what your con is. So. Yeah, okay. so I'll probably look at that at some point in time. Maybe not quite right now. Okay, well, in that case, let's roll your hit die. Which is a d12 for the Barbarian. I rolled an 11. Well, I will Ooh. take your 11 because I rolled a 2. Ooh, that would have been a rough Ooh. level. That would have been a that rough been... level. <laughs> she would have been so squishy. At, at the way you've already been taking hits, that would have been a rough, rough second level hit okay. point that's that's actually almost that's over doubled her hit points right now so <laughs> all right I'm next, very happy with that role well next up is Calty. Calty, what's happening uh Calty's gonna stick with bard uh he ain't gonna add any different classes no no so bard barbarian not at this time <laughs> I, I you know first time playing bard i might want to play a straight bard just get the feel for it um at second level he gets jack of all trades which is kind of really good. That one is uh, such a good class ability. Being a yeah. half your proficiency bonus to every skill. Oh man! So starting at second level, you can add half your proficiency bonus rounded down to any ability check you make that doesn't already include your proficiency proficiency bonus. And Calty has two abilities. Wow, two ability scores that are plus zero and one that's a negative one, which means that he now has zero negatives in his ability scores uh modifiers for any uh check for skill check which is really nice that's great at most i'm rolling just straight d20 but for the most part it's i'm getting additions and i like that he also gets song of rest and beginning at second level you can soothe you can use soothing music or, or or oritation to help revitalize your wounded allies during a short rest if you or a friendly creature who can hear your performance regains hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice, each of those creatures regains an extra 1d6 hit points. That um, is I have a feeling awesome. That's going to come into play here in the near future if we continue to be playing like we have where we don't have a lot of uh, <laughs> We have a lot of battles before we have any kind of rest period. Yeah. So. Well, this is this is our on our podcast our first five e campaign, and um, you know we have played a five e campaign with Maria, which did offer an, a lot of opportunities for short rest, but not necessarily long rests. And so we're kind of coming to understand the five e system of short rests are very important, and that Bard Song of Rest just might make all the difference. An additional one d six that is. So, looking forward to getting to play for my companions, or perform <laughs> for my companions, as well as helping them. Awesome. All right, and what is Calty's hit dice? 
It is a D8. All right, let me grab my D8. Here it is. I rolled a two. I rolled a six, and I will be taking that six. All right. Next up, Shake. Shake is another, uh, uh, Og is another character that's kind of got an interesting future when it comes to classes. So, Shake, oh, tell us what, what is going on. Uh, well, Og took a second level of fighter um, for that sweet action surge. Oh, yeah. And uh, as far as I know, I don't think that he gets anything else until later on. But uh, action surge is definitely going to help out because he likes to be up front and smacking stuff. Uh, as a fighter level two, didn't you get a fighting style too? Uh, I believe I got the fighting style at first. No. Oh, was it first? Okay. I, I yeah. can't ever remember with fighters if they get it at first or second. I got mine at second. Well, you're a ranger. Oh, <laughs> so yeah i got the um the action surge and i don't believe i get anything else until later on okay level so that's where i'm at right now awesome all right well let's roll a d10 for your hit points all righty 10 i got a seven so i guess i'll take the 10 <laughs> if you want to you're welcome to take the seven all right, and next up is Pansy. Daisy, tell us about Pansy's second level. Uh, her second level in Ranger, um, she gets her fighting style. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming and you went taking... archery, right? Yep, she's taking archery, so she gains plus two bonus to attack rolls with range. Oh, and that's going to be so good for so good for Pansy. Uh, yes, yes, she very much needs it because. So far, she hasn't been able to hit the broad side of a box. <laughs> she is. She's still getting used to the adventure life. That's that's all it is. Yes, that's exactly what it is. All right, and, and what? And her hit dice is a D10. D10. All right, you ready to roll? I got a five. I got a nine. I'll take that nine. All right, everyone, please update your characters appropriately. All of our characters are on D&D &D Beyond. Um, and we will make sure after this episode we will have everything posted up to where you guys can check our website and find the PDFs for all of our characters. Now, to get back to the story. Dun-dun-dun. So you guys were able... Inside the safety of the Nightstone Keep, along with your four human guard friends that you stumbled upon, you were able to get a good night's sleep. As you guys begin to stir in the morning, the eerie silence of this once prosperous little town is broken by yelling. Can we tell what language? Would you guys like to roll some perception checks? <clears throat> yes. Yes. All right. Hansy sure. got an 11. Ooh. Nat 20 for Emma. So Kelsey total got a 22. 16. I got a 10. Okay. Uh, Ray got a nat 1 for 3, so Ray is still sleeping. <laughs> you guys can all hear this yelling. 
but none of you are able to make out what is being said. Emma, however, can't quite make out what is being said, but she knows it's being said in common. Is there a way to get to, like, a place where she can look out and see where the yelling's coming from? Uh, you ask, you ask one of the guards that. Yeah. Uh, the guard, the guard does say the easiest way to see what's going on is obviously to walk out the front door of the main keep. However, the keep does in fact have a roof bastion that you could go go all the way up and see what's going on. Sweet, that's where she wants to go. She's not going out before she knows what's going on. Pansy will accompany Emma. Okay. I think I think Og would go too, uh, just because it's a high vantage point and the whole archery situation. Uh, if um, our um, cleric is still sleeping, Kalti uh, will stay with. Oh, Rhea is awake. Cleric. She just she just did not hear what was going on. Okay, Rhea, uh, uh, Rhea, are you going with uh, others? I don't see why not. Uh, well, then I guess we should all go. You want a lift? If you're offering, I won't say no. <laughs> Rhea squats so Cal T can climb on her shoulders. And he does like a little goblin climb where he's using his little hands to pull on her clothes to get all the way up. <laughs> <clears throat> well, our, our heroes make their way to the roof of this cape. You guys see several figures milling about in the square yelling something. You also see seven horses. So it looks like they rode in on horses and are yet now yelling in common. If you guys would like to make perception checks, I will maybe tell you what you hear them saying or maybe you can make out some features. Uh, not as good. Twelve this time. Wow. Eleven for Rhea. <clears throat> Sixteen for Pansy. Sixteen for Kelty. And Og got a four, so he's just kind of <laughs> looking around. For Daisy, or excuse me, for uh, Pansy and Kelty, you guys hear them yelling, Color Dark Hope! Kelo, where are you? You guys can also make out that all seven of them are human. Uh, I'm going to rush to where I can see the guards and yell down, Hey, does uh, the name Kella mean anything to you? Uh, the one that you were talking to... Oh, let me get back to his name. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Caleb was the one that you guys were talking to that was kind of yeah, being a little... A little, yeah... Uh, let's see, uh, Torum. Torum says, uh, uh, Keller doesn't ring any bells to me. And he looks to, you know, the other three and they just kind of, no, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't know a Keller. Uh, no, we don't, we don't know, uh, we don't know a Keller. Uh, are you sure it's not Kellen? Are they asking for Kellen or is it Kella? It was Kella. You heard them asking for Kella. Okay, so I'm not being stupid. Okay, um, <laughs> some of the names some of the names are real close, so you know it's bound to happen. That's strange. 
Rhea would like to make an insight check to see if they're withholding the withholding anything. On who? Like if they actually know the name Kella, and they'd be like. So Cal T went downstairs to ask the guards. Did you go with him? Oh, yeah, I would have gone with him. Okay, then sure, you can make an insight check. Uh, seven. Yeah, but you have no reason not to trust him. Can we uh, tell at, what they're doing? Well, you know, it's funny you ask that, actually. Because as they're yelling for Kella, and no one seems to be answering back, um, you see one of them point to two of the other humans and then point towards the, the drawbridge, and you see those two uh, run off towards the gatehouse. And after a few moments, you hear the as the drawbridge is pulled up. Well, we did want to fortify this place. Maybe they're yeah. here to help. Wait. We should probably head down there, though, just in case there's some trouble. Yes, especially because there's... Oh my gosh, no here in my notes... Here in my notes, it says you guys closed the drawbridge before you came to the keep. Uh, I take that back. Yep. You guys hear yelling for Kella from outside on the other side of the moat. My apologies. So you guys go up to the roof. You hear someone yelling for Kella. You look out on the other side of the moat, and there are seven figures standing next to horses yelling for Kella. How far away are they from us? Uh, geez, from this keep, they're going to be, Somebody's. let me find, it's going to be well over, well over 200 feet. My guess would be even okay. over 300 feet. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, we're looking at about 340 feet away. Okay. I, I thought they were like right outside and like we could yell back and forth or something. No, no, no. You guys are in the keep and they are, uh, outside, outside the, the drawbridge outside yeah. the town. Not the destroyed bridge up to the keep. Oh, okay. I, I, was, I misunderstood then. Well, the the problems that have happened with this town have been with the goblins, not other humans. Perhaps they need help and we should let them in. Or perhaps we should at least talk to them before we let them in, you know. Absolutely. Okay. Can we head down in the keep and tell them we're going to go talk to the people outside and go out. Uh, the guards are going to look at you guys and say, uh, we, should, we should come with you, though, right? I mean, this is our town. You, know, yeah. the, the plan, you probably have the, more information than the plan. The plan was for you guys to go out and try and find our, those that survived anyways, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. well, we're, we're coming with then. All right. All right, so you guys unbarricade the keep, head down the bridge, head over to uh, the gatehouse? Mm-hmm. Okay. As you guys are headed back down into the rest of the town of Nightstone, I need everyone to make me a perception check. A lot of these perception checks. Hopefully our luck does not run out. <laughs> wow. Wow. I think I caught your butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 21 Pan. for Rhea. 17 Pan. for Kelty. Pansy got a 17. Ooh, good one. All right. Pansy got a 7. Kelty got a 17. Oh, okay. Mm 
Og. I'm at 14. Six for Og. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kelty and Rhea, as you guys are walking up towards that gatehouse, you guys see a figure in dark robes climbing out of what appears to be the attic, maybe? Onto the rooftop of the tavern. Oh, we didn't go in the tavern. Yeah, we left those goblins alone. There's no way that can be good, right, guys? No. Maybe it's a survivor. Stay on your guard. And you hear... Goblins in the tavern. And you hear from this figure... Vulcan! There are survivors still! Are you calling to the men out the gate? And you guys see... She lifts her hands up, and you see something fly off of her arm over, like, towards where that group of people are. Like a bird? Or like a fireball? No, it it is some sort of flying <laughs> creature, but you've never seen a bird that looks like that. Arcana check? No, it would not be an arcana check. Animal handling? Nope. Let's see, do I have any items that would help with this? Nature? It would be a nature check. Well, Emma's going to try and rack her brains to see if she's seen anything like it. Are you proficient? Uh, a 13. Nope. You've never seen a flying creature like that before. Rhea will also do a nature check. Are you proficient? No, I am not. Uh, you can oh. ro- you can roll. That's fine. You can roll. I just need to know if you're proficient. Oh, yeah. Nope. I'm a, totally not proficient. Uh, ranger person. Do you know what that is? <sighs> Pansy is not proficient, but she'll take a peek with her straight d20. That's what I rolled. 19. It is... A flying snake. Huh. A flying nope rope? <laughs> You've also seen one of those before. You have seen this. Uh, your father used one to correspond with someone before. I will tell the party that it is like a carrier pigeon, but a snake. Altsy would say, well, uh, you can't always judge something by the way it looks. So, Yes. Yeah. Mayhaps they are friends with each other and they are all survivors. We sh- should we go out and help? Ah. Uh, survivors would need go. tending to. Yes. So, what do you guys do? Go to the tavern to make sure the goblins are dead? Yeah. I think we should go aid these people. You guys go into the tavern? Yes. Yep. Shield and sword. <laughs> all right. You guys head into the tavern? Mm-hmm. Oh, we, I, I would do. I would turn to the guards that were leaving, and I'd say, um, "It might be a good idea for you guys to stay behind uh, and create a place for us to retreat to if we should need it. We can make our plan. We can do our plan when we get back." Uh, the goblins in here. We're gonna make sure they're taken care of. And Emma walks in. Okay. Should they go talk to the people at the gate. And they just, they're just kind of looking at you guys. Like, they've now been given three sets of orders. And they just kind of go, do you, want, do you want us to go 
provide a, a, a fallback place? Do you want us to go stand guard, or do you want us to liaison with those that are at the gate? Yes. <laughs> you can, can you tell we're not very used to leading? We're still kind of a bunch of individuals. Uh, um, well, there's more, than one of you. there's more than one of you. Can't you accomplish more than one task? Very well. We will do all three then. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they break off. One goes towards the gate. One kind of meanders around where he is, and the other two head towards the trading post. Kind of looks like their planning is to, to use the trading post as a fallback. Oh my gosh. They're going to die. I just have this feeling <laughs> they're going to die. Rule number <laughs> one. Yeah. Okay, so you guys go into the tavern. On the first floor, you guys see a single dead goblin, and it actually looks like the one that Emma threw um, died. Didn't get knocked unconscious. It looks like it died. Inside this tavern, there's a conglomeration of tables that have been turned, uh, thrown around. There's also evidence of some damage on the backside of the tavern, which is a little bit noticeable uh, behind the bar. And it looks like a lot of the booze, unfortunately, has been, you know, the, the cases of booze have been destroyed and have puddled all over the backside of the tavern. You also see a set of stairs headed to what appears to be the second level. Up we go. Up we go. Goblins, goblins, here I come. All right. Shame about the beer, though. You guys head upstairs. And you find it is obviously a, a, a fairly well taken care of tavern, minus the damage on the backside that now as you have walked up a floor, you can actually see the wall and the, of nightstone and the sky above. But down the hall, come through here. it sure looks like it. Yeah. Um, you guys also see what appear to be uh, six doors, all of which are ajar. I thought they were doors. <laughs> no, they're strawberry jam. They're open. Gosh, dang it! I'm trying to be descriptive, and this is how you do. And this is how you do me. I see it. I'm sorry. I was holding it. Basic. Uh, I should have said no. They're door jams. That's what I should have said. <laughs> God damn it. Og is going to say, um, be careful. Goblins are little. They may have many places to hide. As he draws his sword. Oh, who's going to Og do that? I'll draw my rapier. Do you have any way to draw them out? Or, well... Mm. I mean, I can I can rip the doors off one at a time again. <laughs> They're open. I'm not sure that would draw them out, though. You, you guys want to split up? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, split no. up. You, sh- you should split up. You should split up. That's what you should do. Emma's going being to the closest door. And being that we're in close quarters, Pansy is going to draw her short sword and follow Emma. Okay. Emma, as soon as you walk in through that first door, you see four goblins that look like they were sleeping, and all of their throats have been slit. Yikes. Yeah. Cold. Is it clear? Yeah. yeah. But Emma still checks under the bed. And any place mm. else that seems of a goblin size to hide. 
uh, while she's doing that, uh, Caltiel will search the bodies. You find four scimitars, 27 gold pieces, Ooh. and two bags which can contain miscellaneous items such as cups, forks, spoons, plates, cheese, basically whatever they can get their grubby little hands on. Okay, I'm going to add that to my notes. While he is searching the bodies, what do you guys do? Uh, head to the next room. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll go to the next room. Rayo would investigate the bodies um, that Kelty is currently looting. Hey, can Emma, does it look like, does the throat slitting have anything in common with the barkeep? Or not the barkeep, but the... Um... Roll a medicine check. She's proficient in medicine check. 23. You would say they might have been done by the same damn person. And just as you put that together, you guys hear the splatting as if someone dropped a wet sack from off the top of a wall. And all of a sudden you guys hear the as the drawbridge is lowered. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, what just happened? Am I allowed to swear on this? You, 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 <laughs> you can swear. That's fine. Swearing <laughs> okay. is fine. Okay. Let's, um, let's run outside and see what just happened. Cause... Uh, running outside, battle ready. Okay. Ray yeah. also running outside, sword, or warhammer drawn. And, I mean, uh, there are also windows that you guys could look out to see what's going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want Emma to think be that be much? Before everyone runs outside, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> taverns have windows. You saw someone climb um, out of one. We'll do this the smart way. Og is going to stow his sword and shield and draw his bow and then um, probably climb up onto the roof out of one of the windows. Okay. As you guys are looking out the window and as Og climbs up to the top of the roof, you guys see those seven riders come charging in and poor Alara, which was standing guard, as you guys told her, right there, gets run down by seven horses. I freaking hold it. You also see the bleeding out and most likely dead body of another guard that is now trampled as it was what appears to be thrown from the top of the wall. Do I see the figure from the um, that we saw climbing out? Yep, that person appears to be on top of the gatehouse now. Great. So are we now cornered? Or well, yeah, pretty much cornered. That's kind of what it looks of... like. Well, you know what? All right, would-be heroes, you hear, as one of the figures jumps off of their horse. I'm sure you've enjoyed your stay in Nightstone, but this little town now belongs to the Snake Sevens. You... Can surrender yourselves to the Zentorum now, or 
We'll come and kill ya! Make up your mind! History check for if I heard about the Snake Sevens? Um... Sure, I'll let you roll a history check. What about for the Zentarum? Uh, yeah, you can roll You can roll a history check for the Zentarum. She's proficient in history. No, it doesn't give her much of a fuss. Seventeen? Uh, you've heard of the Zentarum, but you've never heard of them doing something like this before. Fifteen uh, for the but seven? But with that seventeen, you do know that there are rumors that the Zentarum is actually the Black Network. A 15 on the Snake 7. Um, you have heard rumors of this group that is uh, known as the Snake 7. And the rumors are is they do shady work, but no one... No one is really sure who they report to. There's been rumors that they work for the Zentarum, which is what they're saying. But the Zentarum is usually, you know, not a bad group. But here it is. Oh, I, I'm coming with insults already. <laughs> Do they share any of this information with the rest of us? Yes. Yes. Doesn't sound like what I know the Zentarum do, but I don't know much about them. Anybody else know much about them? They're shady. I mean, I think they're part of the Black Network. Doesn't sound like the Zentarum I've heard of. All right, if we're going to play this the hard way, as you guys are looking out the window, kind of talking. He grabs the still-moving body of Alara and pulls her up to her knees, and he's going to grab this dagger, and he's looking Pants right at you Pants is going to yell out the window, wait. Oh, now someone wants to talk. Are you going to come out and talk, or are you going to shout at us from the window? I'm coming down. Oh, that's more like it. Such hospitality. Do you want me to come with you? It's up to you. I follow. Is everyone else staying up there? Oh, I'm just gonna... oh go ahead. I was going to say Emma will follow. Well, I'll say follow. Og's got a pretty good vantage point up there on the roof right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Og's going to stay up there with his bow um, ready. And Cal just... T. Uh, I'll stay with... Uh... No, I'll go with the uh, with the rest of the party. Okay. Being as he's pretty, he's got a good vantage point. He probably is not going to get into too much trouble. They probably will get into more. Oh, look at that big bug up on top, thinking he's going to take some shots at us. <laughs> and they all just kind of start laughing. Aye, isn't he one of them hobgoblins? They all just start laughing again. I was going to yell back to the guys that are laughing, and he's going to say. Never give a sword to a man who can't dance. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Oh, look at this guy. He's a uh, he's one of them that speaks in riddles. And the rest of the party walks out of the tavern. Oh, this is more like it. 
the hospitality. I'm so glad that the the four of you have decided to come down and entertain those that are in charge of this quaint little town now. What you gonna do with the town? Well, you don't need to worry your pretty little thing or pretty sweet ass about that, do ya? You can either work with us or you can get the fuck out of our town. How may we be of service? Oh, that's what I like to hear. And you guys see the hooded figure now walk out of the gatehouse, having walked back down. Hey, Kella, this one's here to serve us, you hear that? And Kella looks at Pansy and says, You must be Spurlock's kid. I am. This wasn't how I was planning on introducing you to our little gang, but um, those giants gave us an opportunity that we just can't ignore. Those giants are always up to no good. They absolutely are. Which is why it is more important than ever that the Zentirum operate a little town like this to make sure that things are handled properly, don't you think? And I think uh, something good to start with is not killing the guard that could be of use to you. Zoltum, Zoltum looks at Kella and looks at Pansy and then just plunges his dagger into Alara's throat and just, say, and just says, and let this little guard who, who served the Lady of the Cape in our little entourage? Fuck that. Are there any more of these damn guards around? Because they all need to die like the rats they are. Why? Because they're gonna get in the way of our operation. Now are you gonna do as you're told? Or are we gonna have a problem? What is it? We have not seen any other guards. Kelty's gonna push his way through on that one. Uh, he's gonna say we have not seen any other guards. You killed our only two that we had known and gave us aid. He's gonna kind of glare at you. Um, but yeah, he's saying. Would you? No would you like to roll for that? Uh, would I like to roll on my deception check? Yes. Or yes. persuasion? Can I do a persuasion uh, instead? Because you know. Either either one. Either one is fine. Either one is Frick fine. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Come on, baby. <clears throat> Give me something big. Save these guards' lives. Oh, that's a dirty 20. And Zoltan's going to go, just the two, huh? And Kella's going to look at you, Kelty, and kind of cock her hip and then look at the one, the leader and say, I was standing on top of that tavern, Zoltan. There's two more in the, that trading post right over there where I killed the harper. Damn it. Wait. And, Zol- okay. and Zolkin is going to look at you. Oh, is the little knife here is going to lie to us? Is that how we're going to start this work and relationship? And he's just going to look at two of his guys as he just puts Alara down on the ground now, dead, just lets her drop. He's going to look at two of his other guys and say, Go burn the trading post. We ain't going to need that no more. How close are they? Yeah, they're I'm about, casting Thunder They're wave. about 40 feet. You're casting Thunder Wave? I can't. It, I have to. I have to move. It's it's a self. Oof. Um, Rhea would like to get 
in front of the two guards that are trying to go to the Ooh, you you are 40 feet on the other side of them that would require oh. like a full dash to get there i um, you said a full far? feet it's they are 40 feet away from you and the tr- they are between you guys and the trading post like you guys came out of the tavern and they are in the square and on the other side of the square is the trading post Hans is going to look at Kella and say, no, they were going back to the keep. Kella is going to look at you and say, you know, Mr. Spurlock said that you uh, were a little more compliant than this. Well, if you want to get them, you listen to the information I'm giving you. They went to the keep. I watched them go into the trading post as you guys came into the tavern. Uh, They must be looting. I guess so. Either way, we're going to burn it down. Mm. Rhea is dashing. Or do I have to dash to get in between them? You could could start moving towards them if you want, yes. Yeah, I am, because my walking speed is 35 feet. Okay, the minute you start walking towards them, the other remaining six that are standing there all draw weapons and say, you better stop there or there's going to be problems. And these other six are how far away from me? They're all literally, they're like lined up. I mean, we're talking like they all rolled in, they got off their horses. This is all going down. They're literally all within 40 feet of you. And now that you've walked five feet forward, they're now 35 feet from you. Okay. So all the fire you needed. I have... Nothing to to save them. Um, Og is up on the roof, and he forgot to ask for a signal, so he has no idea what's going on. <laughs> you hear him. He's just told him to go burn down this building where those two guards are in. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if we're attacking or what. He's just kind of. I would like out. to do a sacred flame on one of those guys. Okay, everyone, roll for initiative. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm with you. I, I just. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm worried that we're getting into something over our heads, but uh-huh. I, 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 I want to fight them, but I'm scared it's going to kill us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 23. That woman killed the goblin. That mm-hmm. woman killed the guy. They killed somebody else, too, remember? that he, She said... Yeah, oh, the, the guy that Emma found. In the... In the, in the uh, um, trading post. post. Yeah, oh, yeah. killed the harper. Yeah, was that the harper? Another, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm going to presume so. Because, well, mm-hmm. because Emma knows that it's similar to the goblins. And Did we search him? He came out of the goblins. You found a ring out. that no one has really looked at. Um, I looked at it. It's a silver ring that says D. Algar H on the inside. Yes. Uh, but... You don't know what that means. Yeah, but but one might surmise that that might be a marking of importance. So I'm just looking to see if that's that, the Harper or not. But I might not know that. that You might not know that yet, but Emma knows that Kella is the same person who killed the goblins who killed that, that, uh, the trading post keep. So, most likely. Yeah. So, uh, Okay, Kelty, what did you get for initiative? I got a 23. 
Okay, well, you even beat Zoltan. Okay, shake. I got an eight. Which makes sense, because you don't know what's going to happen, then all of a sudden shit happens. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Daisy. Daisy got a 17. Oh, that's real good. Okay. Pansy. Oh, Pansy, sorry. I you're you're good, you're good. Rhea? Rhea got a 15. And Emma? Got a 12. Uh, Alright, so Emma, since you said you were going to do the Sacred Flame first, roll your attack. Alright, uh, that's a deck save. Oh, deck save. Oh, wouldn't you know? They don't have very good decks when they're being caught flat-footed. <laughs> oh, they kind of deserve it. They're going to murder a bunch of individuals. Uh, disadvantage. Uh, Although they have disadvantage. 15. Oh. Uh, that still passes. Oof. Spell comes down. Zoltan looks at you guys and says, Oh, the lot of you are going to pay for that. And we're at the top of initiative next week. <laughs> these these hour these these hour sessions are really starting to get you guys, huh? <laughs> Thank you.